0: This year is brought to you by torahweb.org. Thank you very much. Good evening, everyone. Before I begin my presentation, uh, I have to say a few words. Uh, you all realize that I feel that it's very important that we should all take take this vaccine. Uh, Rabbi Willig and I were both notified on Thursday that there was a possibility to get this vaccine and we both asked each one individually We both asked is this legal is this legitimate and we were led to believe that it was and uh, a relative of mine was taking videos in order to publicize the fact that the two of us took the vaccine in order to encourage other people that they should take it as well and if either of us would have been told that this was inappropriate that it wasn't uh, legitimate we would never have done that okay so with that in mind, I'd like to present the following. We dive in, in this lichas, we say, malach, Our bodies belong to Ha-Kadosh Baruch Hu, and our lives belong to Kodesh Baruch. Hu. A person is not the balabos on his own life. We know the Posak and the end of Parsha's Noach. One is not permitted to commit suicide. Achiz Dimchal and Afshizek Medrush and tells us in Parakar Chaival and Babakama Asalodam Lach even if it's not going to take his life, but to take his good health, a person has a, is like a shomer on a pikodin. The the body belongs to Hashem, and we have to watch that it. Uh, we shouldn't get sick. It's just a question: which pasuk? Whether the pasuk is the correct pasuk, or it's based on other pesukim. But clearly, is such a din? Uh, if a person is sick on Yom Kippur and the doctors think that there's a sophic or a sex faker. That uh, he may lose his life by fasting on Yom Kippur, then the Shulchan Aruch says, based on all the Gemaris, that uh, a person is obligated to eat and there's no Midas Hasidus. Uh, if the person will will think a Midas Hasidus, he's not going to eat on Yom Kippur. So this is ridiculous. It will not constitute a Midas Hasidus. And the Sefer Akanti, who was one of the Rishonim, um, he writes over the incident that one of the Bali was uh, severely sick before Yom Kippur, and the doctor said, if he doesn't eat on Yom Kippur, he will certainly die. And if he eats on Yom Kippur, there's a Suphik, he may survive. So he decided, ain't Suphik, so he fasted, because he's to fast on Yom Kippur. And it's a Sufik where the eating will save his life. And lo and behold, he died. And all the other Balei said, it was his own fault, Dhamma Berosho, he was, he was not supposed to be machmer. It simply doesn't make any sense to be machmer. In Hilcha Shabbos, it says as well, if a person is a choyle on Shabbos, and b'mokam pikach nefesh, b'mokam asveik al nefesh, you have to be machal, if it's necessary to be machal Shabbos to save his life, one is obligated to do so. So if the patient will decide, he wants to observe a Midas Chasidis and he doesn't want to be machal Shabbos, so that's considered a Hasidus Shal Shdus. We have in the Gemara, because uh, keeping, uh, maintaining one's health is one of the mitzvahs in the Torah. just a question which Pasa gets learned from, but that's certainly a din. So the Gemara was on the latest uh, in, in uh, medicine. So the Gemara, especially in Gitna, beginning at Perk Mishach, so and in other places as well, the Gemara will list off different uh, refuists. So the Geonim say, the Rishonim quote in the name of the Geonim that whoever follows the Rifus and the Gemara is Dhamma Birosha. You're not allowed to follow the Rifus and the Gemara. The science of medicine keeps on developing, much better. And if a if a doctor is going to practice medicine today the way they did 50 years ago, or even five years ago, he'll he'll lose his license. Medicine keeps on they keep on discovering more things, and you always have to be up on on the latest. So whatever it says in the Gemara, that was in the days of the Gemara. And we have to do like the Tanoim and Amoraim, just like they followed the doctors of their generation. We have to follow the doctors of our generation as well. Some claim that all of the refus in the Gemara are all halachal Moshe The Pashta says that it's not so. The Chasam Sefer writes in one of his tshubas, not that I, I'm not so familiar with all the Chassam Sefer's tshubas, but this one is quoted by the Pisgah chuv in the end of Yerodeah, Bika so the Chasam writes in the Tshuva that the rabbis of the Gemara were not doctors and they didn't have a halachal on about these medical issues. They relied on the goyish doctors of their generation, and the Chisham Sefer writes that the Rambam left out a certain medical advice that the Gemara has not to have flesh and fish that were cooked together. So the Rambam doesn't quote that. So the Chassam Sofi so writes on the that probably because the Ramam was a doctor and he felt that based on medicine of his generation it's just not so. So we don't have to observe that anymore. That's a question whether that the uh, Eitzah still applies Bismanazed. The Mogan Abraham in his commentary on Shulchan Aruch, thinks that it no longer applies that because for so many centuries the doctors have not seen any sakana for eating uh, flasian fish that are cooked together. And by the way, the Shach says that the sakan is only if the mishan, meat and the fish are cooked together. If each one was cooked separately and you eat them together at the same time, the Shach said that's not a sakan. So even if, if they were cooked together, so the Mogad raises the possibility that maybe it doesn't apply to manazet, The Bihud who lived a century after the Mogad says, we're still not sure, so we do observe that. But it's a little uh, ridiculous that the people will so will be so mocked, but not to have the fish and the flesh, even if they weren't cooked together. They're so mocked, but about that, which the some Sofer says the Ramam left out because he felt based on medicine of of his generation is just not so. So those same people who are so careful about uh, taking good care of their uh, bodies, will be heavy smokers and they'll eat all kinds of uh, cholesterol foods and everything. The doctors of our generation say. That this is dangerous. If a person is careful about what it says in the Gemara, he should certainly be careful of what the doctors say in our generation. What do you do when there's a machlaikis among the doctors? So the Gemara says, in the end of human, it's quoted in Shohanach, you go bus to right? you follow the majority of the doctors. There are many doctors who are opposed, many, many doctors and nurses are opposed. One of my daughters is a nurse, so one of my sons in law is a doctor. So the, my son-in-law and my daughter already had the, the vaccination before me, way before me. So uh, my daughter told me, that my daughter's a nurse told me, that half of the nurses in the hospital where she practices uh, uh, didn't want to have, they didn't want to be the first ones to take this uh, vaccine. So w- what are you doing? There's a makhleikis among the doctors. So the Gemara says, you go, Basar, right? There is a discussion in Achreinim, uh, later Achreinim, uh, in the 1800s to what extent do the doctors have namonis regarding medicine the issue being that the doctors keep on changing their mind that keep on medicine keeps on developing that's why the rishonim say that's why the gwenim said you can't rely on the medicine that appears in nigemora because over the years medicine has uh, everything has changed and this just in the last uh nine months the the experts in america keep on changing their recommendations about how to act and how to treat the, the pe- people who are sick with this uh, with this virus. So that's a question: To what extent do the doctors have namanas? So the some sefer was of the opinion that all the medicine is only considered a suffix. it's not a vadai. If you have some chemical, uh, you, you discover something in chemistry or physics. So we assume that that's a vaday; that's a fact. You discover something in medicine. Maybe in a few years, the doctors will change their minds. So uh, everything is just considered a suffix. So with respect to eating on Yom Kippur, with respect to being Mechal Shabbos for a patient, if it's a suffix Sakon, even if it's only a Svex of a Sakon, that's also enough to be the Gemara Sebeferish, even a suffix sakana. It's also the Shabbos. And Rabbi Shimon Shkob has a whole pimpel about the nature of what the Din of a Svex is, but he writes nonetheless, he quotes that the Miri comments on the Gemara in the end of Yume. That even though with sex faker is always lakula, but over here you say not so. Even if sex faker, you have to go to the humid, that it's considered a suffix sarcanus, and fashis. And what if, let's say, uh, the, the likelihood is are you allowed to drive the patient to the hospital on Shabbos? The odds are, let's say, uh, um, 100 to 1. That the patient is going to survive even if you wait till after shabbos to take him to the hospital or the odds are a hundred to one that he's going to die even if you do drive him to the hospital right now on shabbos so Gemara says you don't follow right even if it's a slight suffix a slight chance of saving his life is still a suffix of the odds are a billion to one, uh, to one. And some sefer says that that's not considered a a uh, sophic uh, that that you just ignore. But even if it's a slight sufik that you may by eating on Yom Kippur or by being Machal Shabbos, it may save the person's life. So that's enough of a Sufik sakana to be Machal Shabbos and to allow people to eat. Uh the but the medicine is not considered uh, a bad it's only a sufik. The Sheik was a Talmud of the Khsam Usually he follows everything of the Qsam in halacha, and on this issue he disagrees. It shows from Gemaris that we listen to the doctors of our generation even even to rely on them the reverse, to give when a person a person is a retzeach, so you have to make an omid. has to be Evan Yar has to be Yeshba omed So we rely on the doctors of that generation to determine whether uh, where the Yesh Lama, you see that the doctors have is not, not only to create a sophic, and that's all you need is a sofe. No, it's considered a to give misa based on that. But um, but again, the din is that even even if it's uh, even if the, it's nowhere near fifty fifty, there's a sophic sakana of much less than fifty fifty. So then the Gemara says You have to be choshish for the slim chance that there is a suffix ha quotes The Gemara quotes the Mashem that if a person is foolish and he doesn't take precautions to protect himself, HaKadosh Baruch will protect him. That's the pesseh, Shem Epsayim HaShem. has a tshuva where he quotes several of the classical tshuvas, who all give the same interpretation of the Gemara. Moshe Feinstein doesn't agree with, does not agree with this. That's where Chaim Oizah quotes the traditional classical say. And whenever you have a suffix sakana, that's nowhere near 50 50. So the Gemara says, So Raphael always explains, that's when the Gemara says it depends. If you personally are nervous about it and you think that by uh, wearing a mask and uh, taking this vaccine, this may save your life, then then for you it's considered a suffix sakana. For the one who is not nervous, it's not considered a suffix sakana. Yeah. Uh, this is probably the simple Pshat and the Gemara, the Gemara Rashi HaChomish, on Parsha quotes this Gemara from yevomes that during the 40 years that Bnei Yisrael were traveling in the Midbar, so it says, uh, when Masha Ben gives the Bracha to Shevet Levi, he says, that Shevet Levi observed the Mitzvah of mila. What do you mean? The other Shvatim didn't observe the Mitzvah of mila. It's one of the most important Mitzvahs, a Achiev chorus if one doesn't observe the mitzvah of Mila. <clears throat> so the Gemara says, the weather conditions during the 40 years of traveling in Midba were such that there was a slight suffix hakanah involved in performing a milah that the wound may not heal. So Shevet Levi was my son nefesh, and they were, they did practice milah despite the fact that there was a suffix sakana, and all the other shahatim did not. So the Chasam Sofer and the Tshuva asks, but they had an Orthodox rabbi by the name of Moshe Abena. So what did he say? If Shevet Levi is right, he should have insisted that the other Shvatim should also observe B'rismilo. And if the other Shvatim are right, that it's a Sofiko Tsof, it's a Sofik Asvek of a Sofik Sakonis Nufoshism, Moshe Rabbeinu should have not allowed the Shaved Levi to perform B'rismilo. So how did he allow? You're right, then you're right, and you're also right. Everybody's right. Whatever you do is okay. What's going on? So perhaps some Sefer doesn't answer this, but perhaps this is the simple Pshat and the Gemara. That the weather conditions were such, it was nowhere near a suffix, nowhere near 50 50. very slight suffix. And so that's when the Gemara says, for the person who's nervous, it's considered a suffix hakanah, to the extent that you're allowed to eat on yom you're allowed to be in the Shabbos. For the person who's not nervous, it's not considered a suffix hakanah. So here, the old baby is not a bar of making such a decision whether he's nervous or not. So some poskim say if it's a little baby, the al Hoyle discusses such a shaila. If it's a young uh, baby, a young child who can make such a decision. So he quotes earlier poskim to say that the doctor should only do what medicine recommends. They have no right to, uh, to do Bikumbi, I say. Whenever everything is very iffy, they have no right to do anything. And, um, and others disagree and say no, even though the child is not, Old enough to make a decision, whoever is responsible for taking care of his health, namely his parents. If he has parents, they have to make the decision. So Shevet Levi had more bitoch and then They felt closer to Akarishbahu. So they were not concerned. They were so they were so gung ho on the mitzvah of Rebrismila. Uh, so they felt that they don't have to worry. They were not they were not nervous at all. They weren't nervous about the weather conditions. And therefore, you say, shameh, psaimah, shem. Whereas the other shvatim who were nervous, they were honestly nervous. So for them, it was considered a suffix Sakana. For the same people, for the same people. For the, for the, in the, same, the exact same Sakana. For the person who's nervous, it's considered a suffix sakhana. For those who are not nervous, not considered a suffix sakhana. Let's say, uh, when you go to shul, so, so most of the people in the shul, let's say, for argument's sake, are wearing a mask. And other people are not nervous. They don't want to wear a mask. That's fine. They don't want to wear a mask. That's fine when they walk in the street. But if the other people in the shul are nervous when they come and they're not wearing a mask, they have no right to make this decision for the others. They have a right to make the decision on themselves. When I walk in the street, I don't want to wear a mask. Unless the government has a law that you have to wear a mask. We'll get to that later. But if the government doesn't have any such law, then, if the person is not nervous, he doesn't have to wear a mask because it, it, it doesn't seem to be close to 50 50. 50% of the people that I know have not died. But uh, since the other people in the shul are nervous and you want to dab it in the same shul, so for them it is considered a suffix. It doesn't help that you personally are not, uh, are not nervous. So, look, the Hassam Seifer says whatever the doctors say is only considered a suffix. But over here, if everything is a suffix, so, so you leave everything as a suffix, You leave everything as a suffix, you can't act like that. So we assume like the maram shik, that the, the, the doctor, you go bus a roiv, and, uh, and even if it's, um, even though medicine is not so bad, but you have to take a stand over here. So if the roiv of the doctors feel, clearly is the case, roiv of the doctors feel, that uh, that it's recommended highly recommended that everyone should be inoculated so we should follow that position remember years ago they said that the asked rabiankov kamenetsky um the government has laws about speeding so if a person speeds the police can give you a ticket for speeding so if the police give you a ticket so that's and the government has a right to impose a penalty i have to pay money but can the government impose a law that I'm not allowed to speed? Maybe, maybe, let's say there's someone else there on the highway. It's two o'clock in the morning, there's no other cars on the highway. So if I'll, I'll speed, they're gonna catch me, so I'll have to pay. Is it prohibited for me to speed? So they asked come and ask, is it also to speed? So he said, uh, they asked him whether the and applies only with respect to paying money or also with respect to not speeding. So he said, you're not allowed to speed because of the shmartem. That's the way they said over his name uh, 60 years ago that uh, the government has uh, doctors and the doctors uh, has experts, and the experts determine that speeding is a Sophic Sakonah. So, therefore, you're not allowed to speed on a highway because of the Sophic Sakonah. Forget about Dina and the Let me say a little bit about the anti Semitism that was mentioned before. The Gemara has a common halocha biodua. So it was, Avlapiansky discussed before, what is the source of this? He quoted from the Drash Iran. Just to add on a little bit to that theme, the Chumash tells us that Sora and Rivka and Rochel were all Akhoris. And, and uh, there had to be mispala. And the Gemara has a tradition that not only were the Imoes, Sora, Rivka and Rachel were Akhoris, Avraham Yitzhoyenka were also Akhorim. So Baderrahva, the Marami points out, none of us should exist. The of and Ima shouldn't have had any children at all. So the whole existence of a soil is something that's Lamla Menateva. So we know that in Teva, everything fits in, to constitute one big system of nature. And nature has a, a principle that uh, everybody has a tendency to reject foreign matter. I remember we were once at a bar mitzvah. There was a couple who were married for for over 15 years so they finally had a baby. And uh, with that, they had one child. And that child, they were with that child. And when the child was bar mitzvah, everybody had to show up to the bar mitzvah. So we had to go. We had to go away for Shabbos to a different location. And uh, every we had all the meals. We were all eating together in the shul where they daven. And uh, every meal we ate at a different table meeting different people. So one of the people I met at this uh, morning was the doctor from Seattle who helped them, help the woman become pregnant. It was a Jewish doctor, and he came to cover the bar mitzvah of, uh, of this child. So he was commenting that uh, when the doctor started to perform organ transplants, so they came to realization that they have to treat the patient for a rejection because the body has a tendency to reject foreign matter. So he said it's really a pellet. that this was a long time ago. Maybe by now they figured out the secret. He said at that time that the doctors don't understand, the world of medicine doesn't understand why the female body doesn't reject the Zerahabal. That's also a foreign matter. It came from someone else. But uh, he said that's a miracle. That's a miracle that the female body doesn't reject the Zerahabah. The Reibon in his Hakadama to the Balianefesh Hanefesh writes something about this. Why did the create Chaba from Odom Arishan? Because he wanted to have an institution of marriage that the Baal Kiishta and Isha should blend in together to be one. And if he would have created Odom and Chaba each one separately, like by the Bale so they wouldn't be able to blend in together because the body has a tendency to reject the foreign matter. I remember there was a couple lived in the neighborhood for a few years. They, they used to at the Aguda Dominion. At that time, I used to have the Aguda also, then, and they didn't have any children. And after several years, uh, they were both going to graduate school. And after several years, um, uh, they moved out of the neighborhood. I think they moved to Muncie. So, so after they left, someone mentioned that they decided to practice birth control uh, until they would each of them would finish uh, graduate school. Then after each one, after they both finished, then they wanted to have children and they weren't able to. So they went to a, a, a experts in the field, fertility experts, and they, they they told the couple that the wife was allergic to the Zerahabal. They said it's a rare condition. And he told them that if they would have tried to have children earlier, they probably would have been able to because they were together for so many years and practicing birth control. So he doesn't think they'll ever be able to have children together. That's when people tell me they just got married. They want to know about practicing birth control the first couple of years. I tell them over this story. It's a, it's a rare story, this uh, incident that happened. But uh, my attitude is if the Rebun Shalom wants to give you a present, they say thank you. Take the present. Don't say and another five years come back and give me the present then. He wants to give you a present now, so take the present and say thank you. Yes, yeah, so I think this is one of the uh, Lapiansky mentioned before the Drosha Saran, what is the root? Sinasha Misham Yodas Sinala Oilam. The Jews are different. Yeah, the Jews are different. They don't blend in, they don't blend in with the rest of the world. The Jewish the existence of the Jewish people is not part of Teba. We shouldn't have come into the world at all. Just last, two weeks ago, the High Court of uh, the European Union, passed to uphold the ban in Belgium on They don't see what's wrong with that. They don't see what's wrong. The Ummas are not, uh, not so thrilled, uh, they're not so accommodating. The Chido traveled a lot. He was in Meshulach for the Yeshiv. He was Meshulach for Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. And he wrote um, a travelogue. It's called Magol Tev. So in the Magal he writes that he uh, a little after Purim, a week after Purim, he happened to be in Amsterdam, and the Jews were dancing in the street and making noise and tumult as if they owned the city. No Because there was a democracy there, so there was a freedom of religion. Everybody had a right to act the way they want. So he complains about this. They act as if they own the city. Uh, the Jews in America also, sometimes you go and you sue the government because uh, the yeshivas in the shuls violated even the machus and they had too many people in the shoals. So you go and you sue the government. This is a pellet. We have to be makhateva to the government that there's freedom of religion. They allow us to observe uh, the mitzvah satayra. We have to appreciate that. They could, they could, uh, they could also ban shchitah. They can also do all kinds of things. They can ban bris milah. You have to appreciate the fact that they get us freedom of religion but Joe. To go do things to sue the government—that's I think unheard of in Jewish uh, tradition. The writes in the his the way he was very makbed aldein and the machus <laughs> also Yodua was very makbed aldein and the Just last week we happened to be discussing in Shir that uh, in the sefer Chutam Shulosh, which has the um, biographies of the three generations, Rabbi Keveger, and then Achsam Sofer was a son-in-law of Rabbi Keveger, Sofer's second wife was the daughter of Rabbi Keveger, and then the, the biography of the Ksav So all of this was written by one of the children of the Ksav Sofer. So he has one of the official family stories uh, in the Chutam Shulash, is that um, the Sofer uh once had a Dintar between when he was uh, later in life, when he was a rabbi in Presburg in Hungary, he was a yekker from Frankfurt. He always signs all of this Jewish, Moshe Kotmi Frankfurt. But uh, he was a rabbi in, in uh, Presburg. So uh, there were two balabatim had a sikh in in Shaila Mekrach uh, So the chsamsayfa gave a psak, and he signed on the psak. He wasn't aware that the merchandise that Ruben sold to Shimon was brought into the country illegally. It was against the laws because they didn't pay the tax uh import tax, so they so the fact that thefa signed the psak on the on the sale of the merchandise, and he let the Balabatam continue with this thisvishht uh, to to sell the merchandise when it was against the law, so they wanted to put him in prison some service said they didn't even know what the merchandise was. He didn't even ask. It was irrelevant. He just asked how much was it supposed to be, how deficient was it, whatever, whatever was negated in Torah. It was irrelevant what the nature of the merchandise was. So they didn't believe the service was going to put him in prison. So in every court, they have to have uh, policemen, guards in the court, to make sure that no one starts a riot. So uh, the guards never say anything. So on this one occasion, one of the policemen in the court says to the judge, your honor, could I ask the defendant a question? So the judge was very surprised. It never, had, never happened before that the, that the policeman in the court wants to say something. So he says, yeah, ask him. So he asks him, did you ever live in Rechnitz? So he says, yes, many years ago, 30, 40 years before he lived in Rechnitz for a short period of time when some when safer was uh, by Mitzvah Bach. So he said his own devater, said his own schticklter. So in his Torah, he quoted, this is also in the Chut So he quoted a Dvay Torah from his Elter Zeder, from an ancestor, who wrote a Sefer on the Zikonetz, and the is called Yeshuas. Chosin Yeshuas, Chosin Yeshuas is Nasham So the Elter Zeder the Chut Sefer wrote a Sefer Kosis Yeshuas. There's a Kosis Yeshuas and a Khosas Yeshuas. So I think he wrote a Sefer Khosas Yeshuas. So he quoted what the Elter Zeder said, and he disagreed with him, and he gave his own pshat. So the father of Sam Sefer didn't, he was a balabas. So he didn't understand who's right and who's wrong. So he got so upset, how How can his son, 13 years old, have the chutzpah to disagree with Delta Zeta? So he slapped him in public. So Amnas Nadler was the Rebbe of Sam Sefer at that time. So he said to the father, why did you slap him? The kid is right and your grandfather is wrong. Delta Zeta is wrong. So he recommended a very strange bit, a chunk of Jewish history. The Rav Nos Nadler recommended to the Cham he'd better leave his father's home because he's going to stay in his father's home. That's how you advance in learning. You have to ask Kashas that the Rashi doesn't make sense, the Taisa does make sense, the Gemara does make sense, the Ramam, then you have to knock sense into it. You have to understand. But if every time you're going to ask Kakashi, your father's going to slap you and say you're an Apekaira, so you'll never advance in learning. So the Rav Nosnadla recommended to the Cham is it is by mitzvah, he should leave his father's home. Because he's never going to advance, so he mo- he moved out of his father's home, he never went back, moved out of the father's home and he and he stayed there on nasnadla and it wasn't uh, that he wanted him to marry his daughter. his daughter married someone else, she didn't marry the samsif that wasn't the issue so uh, after staying a while by Abnas Nasnadla and learning by him all the time, Nasnadla recommended he should go to the city Rakhnich and should learn by the Orkhodush the Orkhosh is a Pilpul safer. she was learning Psochim now, so there's a, an orsh. So, uh, so the had traveled there as a teenager to learn in Rechnitz. He stayed for a few weeks and he didn't like it. And the only how ha- he always had tarumas in his heart against his rebbe. But why did he send them on the wild goose chase that he should go to learn in Rechnitz? He didn't enjoy the shrimp. So he came back to Ramnosnad. He learned by him may never said a word. So then, when he had this court case, 30, 40 years later, when he had the court case, and the policeman said to him, I have a question for the defendant. Did you ever live in Rechnitz? He says, yes. So he says, as a teenager, right? He says, yes. So he says, your honor, the man is innocent. Because when I used to be a policeman at Rechnitz, I had to stand near the synagogue, on the block where the synagogue is, and all the children, no one had respect for the government, no one had respect for the policemen. This little boy, this Chamsaifer, this rabbi, when he was a teenager, he was the only one. He would come to Shul in the morning and would say, Good morning, officer, with such taracherets for me and for the government. I can't believe it that now that he's such a world famous, prominent rabbi, now he's going to violate Dina the and just let the Balabatim violate the laws of, of paying the tax, the import tax. Cannot be. So then the understood why the Rebbe had sent him to Rechnus, This was in order to save him from sitting in prison later in life. Yeah, the Khassam was very marked by Dandir and We said it over on the Parsha, it says by Galach that when Yosef was freed from prison, so it says that he had a, he had to come interpret Paro's dreams. So he took a haircut. So they quote the Mufarshamayskakasha, the Gemara says that by Rosh Hashanah, it was Rosh Hashanah when Yosef was freed from the prison. So we know that the volunteered to observe Kol Tarakula So how did he take a yakkar on Rosh Hashanah? So that some safer answers in his Rosh's and it's Rosh Hashanah. he says to observe Rosh Hashanah before the Maimon HaSinah, that was Amidas Khasidas. That's a type To show Kovara Malchas, that's a real din. Whenever there's a conflict between a real din and a Midas Chassidis, you have to observe the real din. So you have no choice. You had to take your haircut on Rosh Hashanah. You can't come to the king. You can't come to Barah I am with long hair and with dirty clothes. Of course, it has to be. Recently, in this incident, that Rabbi Lapiansky was talking about, so they quoted in the newspapers I don't know if it's true or not. They quoted that one of the um one of the Jewish people who was involved in this uh, riot uh who was fighting with the police said we don't we have our own laws, we don't follow the laws of the land that's scandalous, that's terrible. of course, we follow the laws of the land that's a cloud landing of course, we have to be market to the Um that they allow us to live in their country. This is a, basically a Christian country. If they want, they can outlaw any other religion. They're kind enough to have freedom of religion. That's what we live on. We have to appreciate that, but not to fight with the police, and that's to say that we don't follow the Dina machusim. The role of the government in every country, Al-Pedin, is to maintain law and order in the country. The Nezah has a long tshuva about this. When he quotes the Pesach Melech, and Mishpat Yahmed Eretz, he has a long tshuva uh, all the tshuvas just have a number, and this tshuva has a title also. Sheish malos lakisse. What happened was that one of the Rabbonim in Europe passed away, and there was a shayla who should take over the rabbanis, his son or his son-in-law. So he has a whole uh, six shlamamelos. Throne had six steps, so that he has. He calls this tshuva with a title. Sheish malos the There's six hurdles that you have to overcome before you decide who is entitled to get the kise HaRabbonim in this community. So naturally he, he speaks about Man Malchi rabbonim. What does that mean? Man Malchi rabbonim? He says, is Man The role of the rabbi is to function like a melech and the role of the government. The role of the melech is melech and mishvid, to maintain law and order in the country. He explains a lot of dinam with this uh, assumption. So it's to keep everyone healthy and to prevent someone from causing others from getting sick, from affecting others. So if the government has laws about uh, wearing masks in public and so on and so forth, and uh, and, uh, and social distancing and so on. The government has the right and the obligation to make such laws. What do you do when you have a machlaikas? So we said before, what do you do when you have a um among the doctors, how to function? They're going to say, you paralyze the whole system of the government because there's a machlaikas. No. We follow the right. Whatever the right or the doctors say, you have to follow. You have no choice. Just in halacha, the same thing. Unfortunately, in the yeshivas, we are so used to spending so much time on shitas beishamai in the Gemara, because the Gemara says, even though the Gemara says we don't pass on like beishamai when a mitzar beishamai shita to be considered a svekseke or a sofegarla b'chutz larets. It's not even considered a sofeg at all halocha But nonetheless, the Gemara says that that to use the lashon of Rabbi the shitas of beishamai constitute so, when you learn Beishamai Shita, this too is considered a mitzvah of Talmud, Torah, even though we don't paschal like that, lahaloch. So, we spend a lot of time on Beishamai, and we spend a lot of time on Havaminas of Sometimes Gemara has such a wild Havamina. How can they ever have entertained such a Havamina They have to spend time, and even though the Havamina is rejected, so sometimes not fully rejected, certain aspects of the Havamina are still maintained. So, we spend a lot of time on Havaminas. But uh, a lot of times the Yeshiva Baham forget that Havamina is Havamina, but Lamaskana, we don't pass like the Havamina. We spent a lot of time on Beshamai Shita, but the Aloha is not paralyzed because he spent a lot of time on Besham. we don't pass like Beshamai. We follow the roi when we pass like Besilo. Sometimes uh, we spend so much time on Havamina, we, we forget about what the Psak Aloha is. That's why a lot of times the Yeshiva Baham have the attitude, they like to dingze Chalat. Sometimes people come to me with shilas, end of life shyness about what to do, and not to do. The doctor says there's nothing to do. The poskim all say when a person is a guy says i holding by the end. And all of the vital organs are closing down. So when a per- so there's a Rambam in the Pirish Hamishnahis and, and Aleph and Hollis, we those of us who don't know Arabic still so use the Hebrew translation of the Pirish Hamishnais. So the Rambam there in the Pirish Hamishnais speaks about death as tahalicham of it. It's a process. It's not in one second the person dies. It's a process. When the process begin, the process of death begins, that's called a gosis. So we're not sure exactly, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman writes, and Rabbi Moshe Feinstein writes, we're not sure exactly, the quote Rabbi Honan wasn't sure uh, when a patient is considered a gosis. But when you see all of the vital organs are beginning to shut down, so that's a So There's no mitzvah to keep on extending life. So sometimes... Some of the children learned, sometimes it's like this. The children who learned in yeshivas are still learning in yeshivas, so they like to spend time on habaminas. So they have all kinds of wild habaminas. Let's go to this doctor, let's go to that doctor, let's try this, let's try that. Ridiculous habaminas. If you talk to the doctor who knows the patient for the last uh, 30 years, he said the patient is in a state of gissisa. Let the person die in peace. There's no mitzvah to extend artificially one's life. If he's holding by that the talich has began already. So you don't extend life. And the, the other children were not in, not into havaminus. They're uh, doctors, or lawyers, or engineers, or uh, accountants, whatever. So they don't they don't see the need to extend life. We place too much emphasis on on havaminus. I remember when I was in the yeshiva, they used to tell a story about a uh, person who knows how to dingzach. He knows how to dingzach and learning. So uh, when the person will come to the and said the Rebbein Shalom will ask him, say a Torah. So he'll say, rather than me say a Torah, he tells the Rebbein Shalom, you say a Torah, and I'll shlug it up. I'll dingzach with you. You don't dingzach with the Rebbein Shalom's Torah. Just to know how to dingzach, that's not that's not a and Dingzach is uh, sometimes uh, there's no room for that. It's interesting, when the cholera epidemic was uh, spreading over all of uh, during the lifetime of Rabbi Kavega in the early uh, 1800s. So Rabbi Kevega wrote up a whole protocol, what they should do, they should have the distancing and the shul. At that time, they didn't realize about six feet uh, separation, so then he insisted uh, the doctors didn't recommend this already, because they said they should have every other seat should be empty in the shul. So whoever davened on Rosh, on Rosh Hashanah couldn't daven on Yom Kippur, whoever on Yom Kippur couldn't daven on Rosh Hashanah. Every other seat had to be empty. Only the Rabbanim were there, both Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, but uh, most of the people in shul were not. And then they had to cut back on the davening. they had to cut back on the davening, because the longer the people are together, even with the distancing every other seat, but the longer they're together, so the Biggest suffix, how there is. So they had to cut back on everything. So Rebekah Vega said they should leave out all the piyutim and they should just uh, do the davening. That's Medina Digimar. So that's what uh, I recommended also, that uh, if you want to extend the davening a little bit, so say some of the famous piyutim, okay, people are familiar with the nigunim. Some conservative rabbi was attacking me. No, to him it's more important to sing uh, these nigunim, the famous nigunim, than to say the homach Malchus, acharnis, and Shafis. He considers the nigunim, but the, the nigudim with the piyutim more important than the malchus acharnis and So we just we were just following in, in, in Rabbi Kavegas line of thinking. Whenever you have a minig that conf, conflicts with uh, halacha, that's what well we mentioned before from Nachsham Sefer. How could how could Yosef take Eirkan to Rosh uh, Hashanah if Kiyam Avram Abinah called out Tarikulat Nitno so how did he, how did Yosef, how did Yosef uh, take Hekana Rosh Hashanah? So that's what the Chhsam Saifah says, one is a real Din and one is a Amidus Hasidus, a Minik. A Minik Toiv uh, right? a Minik Toiv to observe the midst even and Minik Toiv is binding with the Rabbanami tam Nether. That's the way the Baalei read the Gemara. That's the way the Shulchanar calls, the Ramam has a different shot. But that's how the Baalei understood the Gemara. Yeah, but still, Minik is binding with the rabbanim, mitam But when the minik comes in conflict with the real din, even a, a real din the rabbanim, so the real din takes precedence over the minik. So that's what uh, that's what Rabbi Kevega said. Reciting of the piyutim is a minik, a beautiful minik. We should always should always be halting. We should always recite all the piyutim. But uh, saying Malchus or that's a real din with the rabbanim, whatever it is, and blowing tkius and miushab tkius and Yumad. That's a real din. So even though you want to cut back on the time that everybody's together, so blowing the a that's a minute, but blowing kids the meushived girls me one, that's a real din. So whenever there's a conflict between a real din and a minig, you have to observe the real din and um forego the minig. There's such a comment that Dogam Larvava has, such a comment that Nedib has in his comments on the side of the page in the Big Shulchanach the Dogam Larvava. So he says if a person has a chasidus, a minute taiv, it's self-understood that once in a long while, if he really gets stuck, a big shas self-understood that uh, he won't be able to observe the minik. So you don't need a Hatharism Dorim for that. If you play al Habot, to give up the Minnik type that's when it says in Shulchanuch you need a Hatharism Dorim. But if a person gets stuck once in a long while, self-understood that uh, he does need a Hatarzan dharm. So the same over here. Whenever the minik type all men hug him a Minnik type whenever the Minnik type is in conflict with the real Din, so, the real didn't takes precedence. I don't think you would need a Hathorus and Dorm in such a case. Yeah. We should all be healthy for many years to come, and we should observe, we should follow the doctors of our generation. And every generation, you have to do like the Tanoim and MRI. Medicine keeps on advancing. You have to follow the doctors of your generation. And true, there are many doctors who hold that you shouldn't take this vaccine. Mm-hmm. There are doctors opposed to all vaccines. Doctors opposed to this particular vaccine. As I said, half of the nurses in my daughter's hospital didn't want to take the vaccine. My daughter did take it. Half of the nurses did not take the vaccine. But, uh, but still, whenever you're faced with the machlaikas, so the din is, you go Yeah, you, you have no choice. You have to go basaraif. That's the pasaraif. So dinah shulchanoruch also, if you have shutfim in a business, and then they have the annual meeting and they discuss what they should do uh, next year. So there's a machlaikas among the shutzim. So the Shochanak quotes a Tasefta that you go, Basar arrive." So the Bihar says, What's the Mokr? Mokr is a Pasak and Mishpat, the So the same thing by Rafua. You don't consider this, you, you don't, the halacha doesn't get paralyzed because there's a machloikas. Whenever there's machlaikas, you go, Basar arrive." So the rive of the doctors. Who are in this field, not talking about a baby doctor, not talking about the uh, uh, podiatrist. I'm talking about the doctors in, in this field of immunology and so on. Moreover, the doctors clearly say that, uh, that this is uh, highly recommended. So uh, I feel we certainly should, um, certainly should follow the doctors of our generation and take the vaccine. We have traditions on all of these. Let me mention again what I said in the beginning in case anyone came late. Um, clearly, I feel that taking the vaccine is very important. I would highly recommend it to everyone. Rabbi Willigan and I were both notified independently on Thursday of the possibility of getting the vaccine. Each of us asked independently, is this legitimate, is this legal? We were led to believe, and misled, I don't, I don't know yet, led or misled, I'm, I'm still not sure. We were led to believe that it was not the Geneva, it was the Heather, and that's why we were both vaccinated. And then someone, a relative of mine, wanted to video it in order to show the public that the two of us feel that this is recommended and to, un- to encourage other people to vaccinate as well. And, uh, and if he would have been aware that, uh, that it was not appropriate, we would certainly not have taken the vaccine. Thank you very much. And again, we should all be healthy.